to Healthy Births, Happy Babies, where we share tips, tools, and stories grounded in natural childbirth and parenting principles, so that instead of feeling overwhelmed and confused during this exciting time in your life, you feel safe, supported, and empowered in your childbirth and parenting journey. And now, here's your host, Dr. Jay Warren. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Healthy Births, Happy Babies. I'm Dr. Jay Warren. I'm the prenatal and pediatric chiropractor here at the Capuana Center. And today's guest is Kathleen Mangillenhall. She is the writer and director of the documentary movie In Utero. And In Utero is all about how stress affects the pregnancy, but affects your baby ongoingly throughout their life and how important it is to be able to manage that stress and She interviews dozens of experts, MDs, psychologists, psychiatrists, uh, doulas, midwives, all about this subject. So it can really shine a light on how important this is for your baby's health and well-being beyond just the pregnancy. So I'm really excited to have her on as a guest. And before I switch over to our conversation, let me, as always, take a moment to hear a word from our sponsor, the Cap Wellness Center. Hi, it's Dr. J, and one of the things I love about working at the Capuana Center is being able to play a role in bringing a baby into the world that much more safely, much more naturally, and much more healthy. You know, it's something that is an amazing gift to give a child uh, to have them start off their life healthy without the stress and the trauma that can all too often be a part of the birth experience. So, I consider it an honor to work with pregnant women to help them with that time during their pregnancy. And it is a privilege to be able to work with infants and help correct any distortions that might have happened through the birth process and allow them to start off their life healthy in alignment and in balance so that a health challenge doesn't hold them back from being all that they can be in this world. Okay, let me introduce our guest, and we'll switch right over to conversation about the film. Kathleen Mangillen Hall was born and raised on Oahu, Hawaii, and currently lives in Los Angeles. She is the writer-director of a diverse body of award-winning dramas and documentaries, including Beauty Mark, a social documentary exploring America's obsession with body image, perfection, and success, and Sita, a girl from Jambu, an ethnographic drama about child sex trafficking in Nepal. Kathleen taught at the University of Colorado Boulder, then Vassar College, where she obtained her tenure. And from there, she transitioned to Hollywood, co-producing the feature film Grassroots, starring Jason Biggs, Cedric the Entertainer, and Lauren Ambrose, released by Samuel Golden Films. Kathleen wrote and directed the award-winning Lychee Thieves, a multicultural tale set in Hawaii, which was an Academy Award-winning qualifying live-action short. Her most recent film is the feature documentary In Utero, which explores the impact of the environment on pregnancy and the next generation. Kathleen is a regular contributor to the Huffington Post and Thrive Global. So now we're going to talk about her film. But before we do so, it might be worthwhile for you to click on the link and watch the trailer of the movie. If you haven't seen anything about it or heard anything about it and want to have a little context before um, you listen to our interview, the link is provided in the show notes or on the website if you're listening to it on our website. Click onto that. It's a couple minutes uh, trailer just to give you an idea of what the film's about and the experts that are a part of it. So with no further ado, let me switch over to my conversation with Kathleen. 
All right, Kathleen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on the show. Yeah, you're, I'm excited to talk with you about this movie because it was through um, my association, my membership in APA, the Association of the Prenatal and Perinatal Psychology um, and Health Program that I'm a part of that introduced me to this film and it's conversations on the podcast that we've had with Dr. Lipton and Sarah Buckley that's really brought this up for our listeners to be even more interested. And now you have this amazing movie that really encapsulates all of these amazing experts um, exploring the topic and really educating um, women and parents in general about this topic. So I want to dive into that. But before we do that, Kathleen, if you wouldn't mind, I already read your bio, um, getting some general information about yourself. But for our listeners, give us a little more background about you as a filmmaker and then how this project of In Utero um, came to you. Oh, well, um, I think every filmmaker's journey is different. Um, mine, I grew up in a household where we watched uh, film all the time because my father is a film historian and film scholar. Um, and so I always knew that film was, you know, uh, going to be a part of my life. Um, and then I went into the academic route. I was actually a film professor um, for nine years at the University of Bold, uh, Colorado Boulder and then Vassar. And I taught production. Hmm. And I, um, my, my film school experience uh, when I was studying was, was at Iowa. So I kind of delved into, it was a unique program where we did documentary, narrative, and experimental. All three modes of filmmaking were kind of treated equally. So it wasn't like the pure Hollywood kind of school. It was an art, art school, really. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's where I got the sort of... Um, uh, I got more comfortable, you know, moving between different modes and even blending them. So I, I value that experience a lot. And when I was teaching, um, I was doing uh, shorts and documentaries. And I, I really got to the point where um, I couldn't, in the environment of the, of the ivory tower and being kind of isolated, uh, working on my own, I really didn't feel like I could do uh, more unless I went full time into filmmaking, uh, more meaning more like feature length projects and, uh, narrative projects. So I needed to go the next step as a filmmaker. So I actually left academia when I, um, right after I got tenured at Vassar. So that was kind of a s sticky moment, you know, in my life. <laughs> um, but, uh, I managed to, to, uh, make that transition and, um, and moved to LA. And since then I've been, um, I co-produced a, a feature, an indie feature with, um, Jason Biggs that my now husband directed. And, um, I've been doing a lot of screenwriting. I've got lots of feature and pilot projects that I'm working on. Um, and then coming back to your question about what brought me to in utero was sort of like I was coming back to documentary, um, when, uh, in terms of making in utero, because I'd been doing a lot of um, narrative. And really, the reason was, was because I was now married, and we really wanted to have a child. And um, I was in my late 30s. And, um, you know, it wasn't happening right away. You know, it wasn't like the easy walk in the park at all. Mm -hmm. um, I actually had a couple miscarriages um, uh, around seven, eight weeks. And, um, at that point, after those two miscarriages, my husband and I, my husband, by the way, Stephen, who's the producer of In Utero, the two of us were, were sort of like, okay, and 
let's, you know, what, what's really going on? Um, and I had already been doing a lot of reading, like so many, you know, mothers to be do, of course. Uh, but I kind of started delving more in, in my documentary kind of way, you know, that mind of investigating and just started to learn more about the science of, of what's happening and the psychology of what could be happening. And I came across epigenetics which then led to finding out about something called transgenerational trauma. And, um, you know, this all started to paint a much deeper picture of what, you know, a woman sort of uh, walks into during preconception and then conception. You know, what I hadn't even heard of preconception, right? Right. Uh, and here I was learning, like, you know, once we step into this um, – river, I guess, of our, of our ancestry, of our history, of our, our lives, you know, the river that's taking us, um, to, you know, having a child, you're part of a much bigger picture. And, um, it was kind of at that point that I realized this is a lot of information I don't normally hear about, you know, and this is about four years ago. So you weren't seeing it in the news as much about epigenetics. So, um, I started to, to kind of research in earnest thinking this this should become a documentary so so that's what that's really the genesis of it so is it through your own kind of journey into parenthood that with your documentarian mind uh delved into and found this material yeah yeah and then got swept up in it you know i right. think once <laughs> you sort of do find it you, there's no escaping it you know um especially when you're trying to become a, a parent, you know, and, and be, and do it mindfully, then, then it's, you can't escape it. So I feel like I was kind of swept onto this journey. Um, and I'll be honest, you know, at times I was not, uh, thrilled about what I was learning, you know, because then I did manage to actually get, um, pregnant again and this time, um, hold the pregnancy and, um, but I was also learning, I was making this film at that point um, while I was pregnant. I was doing interviews. I'd gotten funding and I was doing interviews. I was traveling, you know, a lot and learning about stress right. <laughs> and how it affects <laughs> the, the developing child. Right. And I was really stressed. So hmm. I was stressed because I was stressed. Um, so, but that's, that, I'm being a little glib because it was, uh, it, it was, it was tough. I was a little angry to sort of find myself in this position of learning all this um, information right when I was in the middle of my pregnancy. And that was just happened to be my way of reacting to it was kind of frustration. But that moved away and became like, well, I'm really lucky that I'm learning this now mm -hmm. and I can do something about it. Um, and what I did was I did slow down the process of making the film, which was counter to all of my, you know, uh, achiever instincts. And we actually took a year and a half to edit the film. Hmm. Uh, it was a long time, both to do justice to such rich and complicated material, but also because um, I wanted to, you know, for the have have as le uh, calm uh, an environment as I could because at that time I was I had the baby so right. the editing the, the editing kind of spanned the last trimester in, through childbirth and, and into the first year of my child's life 
Okay. Now, I mean, not really the first year, right? But the first year outside of the sure, world. right after yeah. birth, that is right. Yeah. So, you talked a lot about the stresses you were experiencing yourself as the filmmaker here of making this film, and that's largely what the film centers around is the impact of stress around it. And just to kind of give a context of what this movie is about for the listener, I want to start with how you open your own movie um, with the, the quote at the beginning of it. And it says that new evidence shows that human beings are constructed by their environment, not just their DNA. Our first and most significant environment is our mother's womb. Our experiences in utero are carried into our adult lives. They influence our decisions and the state of the world. And I think that last sentence, the state of the world or that last phrase really contextualize like how important this in utero environment is and why all of these experts have so much um, to share on that. Um, what, and, and skipping into, you know, the stressful environment, um, what, what's the main thing that you learned about stress and how it affects not only the woman, but the baby during pregnancy? Well, I learned that you know, on the sort of um, just physiological level that every kind of um, emotion we have has a chemical correlate. So if we're um, scared, fearful, anxious, and our heartbeat, you know, elevates and all that, then that means cortisol is going to be passing through the bloodstream, through the placenta, into the womb. And it's that elevated cortisol that has um, an impact on the developing child. And I you know, because the child is, you know, it's in a very fragile, um, nascent state. So when there is an impact at that point, um, that elevated uh, stress hormone, then, you know, someone like Dr. Catherine Monk in my film who's studying this finds that you do over time see uh, a change in temperament in the fetuses that are um, ex experiencing, um, that are in stressed mothers. So, and she, she makes it clear that these are, um, subtle, but they are there. And, and that, that's kind of, you know, astonishing, um, research really to see that so early on the, um, emotional state of the mother does have an impact. And, you know, the film does, um, focus on stress, as you said, a lot, but it's also because stress has been one of the only things that have, has been really measurable and has been measured in, in many, many, many studies. So it's, it's what we can talk about. And, um, and I was very clear when I, uh, you know, started making this film that I wanted to have real scientific, uh, backing to, um, to the arguments that I put forth because we live in a time and in a society where that's really important. You know, there's so many different ways that, you know, opinions and perspectives. And I do think science cuts through a lot of the noise, you know, and it's kind of incontrovertible evidence that there's a correlation here. Right. So, and I think every mom has heard like, yeah, don't be stressed during pregnancy. It's bad right. for the baby. Right. And every mom says, well, stress is pregnancy stressful, right? You know, and especially teaching this information, sometimes moms get a little overwhelmed by the state of overwhelm they're in and like, Oh my gosh, I'm screwing up my kid already. You know, I and know yeah. the science really, I think the theme that you have throughout your movie is really 
powerful. It can be a little intense, of course, you know, Mm -hmm. knowing like the magnitude of it, but hopefully it can be used as a tool to be able to say, okay, I need to make some dramatic changes. Just like you in the middle of your pregnancy, learning about these things was able to downshift a bit and change the environment that you were in and thus your uh, son, the same thing for parents. And then obviously, as you were saying, preconception wise, if knowing going into a pregnancy, even before conceiving it, these things, then that sets up the entire pregnancy to be different. Right, right. And I, and I am really aware and sensitive to the fact that, you know, um, and I hear a lot of it too, that, you know, are you sure you want to, you know, bring all this stuff up with pregnant women, you know, like, isn't that going to stress them more? And, um, is that really valuable? And it's a really good question because, um, you know, there, some stress is good, you know, and that's also mentioned in the film, um, because we live in an environment that has a lot of stressors in it. So if you are, haven't been exposed to that prior, you know, to birth, um, then you'll be at odds with your external environment. So some stress really does help the organism survive. Um, but, um, you know, back to the idea, though, am I, is this too intense? Um, maybe, maybe sometime for some individuals, uh, you know, it could be overwhelming. But my stance is, my personal stance is that, and the reason for making the film was, Let's get this information out, mm-hmm. you know, and, it, and it's a person's choice to watch it or not always. Right. Um, but we, someone said like, why didn't you make a film about all the ways to, to stop all this sort of, you know, the treatments and the cures. I'm like, because there's no other film yet out there that talks about the problems. Mm. So I had to make the film first that, sorry, but you know, yeah, the no, film that talks sense. about the problems. And we are actually already in production on a sequel that does talk about the solutions. Fantastic. Because so. I, would, I would say as a viewer of your movie, I remember feeling as the movie was going is I was wanting like resolution. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I get it. You know, there was that feeling. I mean, I'm in the field. And so I know a lot of those, uh, the things I teach my patients to help unwind stress during pregnancy and afterwards with babies. But as a viewer, there was this like build of like, wow, there's a lot going on. Okay, how do I how do I impact this for the positive and, and the ending with, you know, Dr. Thomas Burney talking about, um, you know, how to impact the next generation gives you a taste of that, but I'm happy to hear there's going to be that sequel to, um, really launch, um, parents forward. Um, because I think that's something that if left alone, parents will feel very responsible and guilty rather than empowered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I th- no, I, I do agree with that. Um, but I, again, I also, I keep coming back to, um, as far as the movie itself, um, really having a, a, a intense and stressful kind of effect, let's say, on, on say a certain individual. I personally don't believe that that in, that a movie in and of itself uh, brings on some kind of, you know cataclysmic, you know, event, uh, for a viewer. I, I do think though that, and the movie gets into this, that there are lots of un, let's say unprocessed, maybe buried, nonverbal, preverbal memories that we carry. And this is the imprint section of the film Right. that, um, 
that, you know, the, that resides so deep in our psyche from the time when we were in the womb um, that we're not even conscious of those, um, you know, those uh, mechanisms. And the more we can become more aware of those mechanisms through therapy or through meditation or through, uh, what you know, various form, um, forms of psychology, you know, then we actually have a better chance at overcoming some of the things that we inherit, some of the uh, traits that we inherit. So, so if that, I find that, you know, and that is an intense part of the film because no one likes to have this idea that, you know, I'm already imprinted and I'm passing these things along. But until you wake up that part of yourself, um, I don't think, I mean, that's really the part within us that, um, that's going to have impact, not a movie that's telling you stuff, you know. I would agree. <laughs> I definitely agree with you. I think that, like, the movie in and of itself isn't going to be, as you said, traumatizing. It's more mm -hmm. of what it brings up that brings to the realization of something that a person already knows. They just didn't know that they knew that. Or, <laughs> right? That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Yes. And I, mean, I think in that imprint section, it was Dr. Is it Dr. Matei? Is that how you say his last name? Uh, Mate. Mate. Um, about, you know, fundamentally the degree to which we are not conscious about our own stress and trauma will pass that stress and trauma on to our kids. And right. that's, I think, exactly what you're talking about of needing to surface it ourselves so that we don't pass it on and the babies can have their own birth experience and their own imprint rather than it unconsciously getting passed along. Yeah, and you, you put it better than I did. I always say that, you know, like, I'm just a filmmaker. <laughs> like, I had a year and a half to put this together and make have it make some sense, you know. It's, but, but yeah, so it's, it's hard to articulate sometimes. But, yeah, I would say you did that well. Right. Well, I mean, your experts that you brought together for this project is incredible. You know, it's just a, a who's who of that world that I know from Appa, but are, are very... Um, articulate and can teach this material very well. So I think it's very uh, digestible uh, for the, the for the viewer. And especially like with all the psychologists and psychiatrists talking about, you know, the science as well as the emotional impact later on, as you said before, like the science then uh, is brings it to a level that can't be disputed. And then isn't touchy feely necessarily. It's more of mm -hmm. right. This is what's going on. Like, how can we then impact it and make a difference? Right, right. And on the same subject, I'll say another thing. You know, um, one thing I'm about this film is, and and I think it's also why you know there's this uh, reaction you brought up of, you know, I'm yearning for you know, okay, well, how do we get over this? I'm yearning for some resolution. Um, I totally get that. But I'd also say this is a film that does not try to mince words a lot. You know, it's it's kind of like we need to get this information out. And um, and, and it's hard to make a film like that because people generally go to movies to feel good. Right. You know, and, and I do. <laughs> you know, like I love it. Um, but this is this is not that kind of a, a movie. Um, it's a movie that's very challenging that's saying like uh, and it's also saying that I'm trusting that the movie is kind of expecting that the audience will 
will, um, you know, take it into a degree and be like, uh, you know, that, 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 it's this, that it's that important that the stakes are that high as, in terms of the future of the species. Are we going to be just accumulating trauma um, more and more and more, almost like a snowball effect from generation to generation until it really just dominates everything? Or are we going to really put the brakes on? Um, but to do that, you need to understand how that trauma really does accumulate over time. Right. So, I don't know, it's, I'm just uh, going in circles a little bit, except to say that, you know, the film doesn't pull its punches. It's true, because um, it, it's uh, it's got really tough news. Right. Well, you tell the story like a mother, you know, where moms all the time when they say they become a mother, like, yeah, I don't have time to, like, mess around. <laughs> I just got to be direct. So <laughs> your transformation to motherhood went into filmmaking as well. I guess suppose so. <laughs> right. No, and it's. Uh, um, I think it's very important. I think uh, I agree with you. This is. Uh, it's a hard subject. It's um, something I think everyone, if they really fully, not even fully understand it, but we're just aware of these processes, it would impact our planet. It would impact mm. our parenting. It would impact the way. We treat children the way we treat babies, the way we treat women, period. Um, and it, again, I think in a, say, a storytelling sense, this first project really is the, this is what's going on, this is the problem, and what's really happening, and what we know. And this, if you don't know it, this is what everybody else knows, and where do we go from there? And I think yeah. hitting... Um, hitting those things so strongly, not only is it about like, how can we change the species and change the planet? But then as a parent, you're like, well, I want this for my child or children, mm. if you have multiples. So then it ripples out that way of in a grassroots sense, it starts with each child, each family, and then going into the community into and blossoming out. So it really can change the whole world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, with the, um, the last couple moments that we have, like tell tell people how they can watch the film um, and be a part of it, and then um, I have a couple other questions for you before we end. Okay, well, um, the film uh, is currently available until March third on a bunch of um, online platforms like Amazon, iTunes, Vudu, Vimeo, Google Play, Microsoft, and I think that's it. Um, but after March 3rd, we're actually going to be starting this pretty exciting um, initiative, where which coincides with, with our new website, and, and, and we've partnered with a film collective called Rebel House, which is just amazing. And they've really figured out how to, to, to make the most impact with documentary films, and um, which is so important, by the way, these days, because uh, when you make a documentary, you know, it's, it's, it's very hard to make it sustainable and so that we can make the next one, you know. Mm. So um, the strategy we have in place beginning March 3rd is you can go to our website, which is inuterofilm.com, and go to um, screenings um, or how to host a screening. And there'll be a whole menu of levels of... Um, uh, screenings that you can purchase anything from just a small screening kit where you do like a living room kind of gathering and show, you know, a handful of your friends, the movie. And with the screener, you'll get a study guide, which was, um, written in part by APA because we're actually embellishing on it. Um, but APA made an incredible study guide 
that, um, that, that we're working with to make it customized for different kinds of groups, actually. So if you're into physical, you know, or body work, you know, we're going to have a supplemental, the study guide with a supplemental um, segment that has to do with body work and how that relates to prenatal care and all that. Or if you're into, you know, trauma therapy as an adult, then we're going to have that. It's going to be really cool, the menu, you know. And the screen, the levels go all the way up to doing like a theatrical screening in your town, you know, if you want to take that on and really bring it to your community on that level, or it could be at a school or it could. So this is the way we, we have seen over the past year. Um, we've been doing this um, around the world. And it's, it's had an amazing impact in terms of reaching more people and creating a dialogue. And we want to see that happen more and more. And that's why we're, we're actually switching over from the online um, option, which is just an individual experience mm -hmm. to this group community experience. Because we've also learned that when you see it in the group, and, it, and you can also, <laughs> as the menu item, book a, a, an expert to Skype in and do a Q&A or a filmmaker. And this provides a context which you could really hold these, as we were saying, intense and important and complicated um, uh, topics. You can hold it and discuss it after the screening with other people and process it. Mm. Yeah. And also, of course, learn in within that Q&A about what can we do about it. Right. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So up until, so to reiterate, it's uh, up until March 3rd, uh, 2017 of inuterofilm.com. You can um, stream it. And then afterwards um, on that same, uh, same website, you'll be able to find a, a screening and where you'll be able to participate that way. Is that right? Or, or how you can put one together put yourself. One together. Okay, mm -hmm. great. And I'll make sure for you listening um, right now that that link is available in the show notes and it'll be on our website. So you can click on to that. Um, tell me in the, in the last couple of minutes, like what's the major take home you'd like a parent uh, to take away from this conversation, either about something to reiterate that we talked about earlier in the conversation or something we haven't touched on yet? Um, it's, that's such a good question. Um, and it does kind of relate to what we're talking about, what I'm, my answer to that, because it has to do with when I was carrying my son, um, I did prenatal bonding, which is something I came across in my research. Um, it started off as called bonding analysis in Hungary and Germany. And then they trained um, Gerhard Schroth and Jenna Raffai developed it. And then Gerhard Schroth from Germany trained practitioners in the States. And there's literally like 20 practitioners in the state, in the States. Um, I think Chicago and Seattle. I was up in Seattle interviewing some of these prenatal bonding people. And I was at 20 weeks and they were like, that's when we would start the sessions. So I'm like, let's do it. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it was weekly kind of talk therapy, but also mind body going inside, um, talking to your baby, uh, and connecting, and it was really my uh, my my introduction to bonding with my son. And I can't; I'll never be able to really measure how important that is. Um, time will tell. But I, but I know in my gut that it had an impact on me because it it it, it developed this awareness from that he was there, you know that, and that this this new being was coming into um, you know into my life. So, um, I actually still, still see that 
uh, practitioner. Um, uh, we still work together. And um, so one of the things we, we did in that, we, that I got out of um, that experience was that if I was going through something really stressful, um, no matter how much I tried to avoid it, that I'd, I'd stop and take care to like tell my, my belly, my baby inside my belly that, um, I'm, I'm sorry that happened, that you had to feel that it had nothing to do with you. Um, mommy was going through, you know, this or that. And, um, and it wasn't about you. Mommy loves you. And, um, you just, you know, I want you to understand that, that this was something else. So that's what I would say to parents, you know, because we live in a world that you can't avoid stress, you know, you just can't. So when it does happen and it will happen, then you just open up that dialogue with the baby and explain that this is a separate thing. It wasn't because of you. Right. Okay. And, uh, you know, to, I'm going to include your link to your Huffington Post article too, about talking mm -hmm. to your baby, which you just mentioned. Um, it's something I send my patients as well to kind of open up this topic. So I'll make sure that's included in the links, but thank you for mentioning that. That's, that's right. a beautiful yeah. message. And what about for the little ones that's either listening to this podcast episode through mama's belly, you know, they haven't come into the <laughs> world or maybe um, babies listening through mama, like as they're um, on mama's chest while mama's listening, what, what little pearl of wisdom would you like to whisper into their little ear? Well, I guess I would just say it's sort of the inverse of what I just said, which was when things get rough and rocky in there, you know, it, you should know that it's not your fault, mm. Mm. that you are, you are perfect and wonderful and that turbulence that you feel is not a reaction to you. It's a reaction to a very complicated world that you will get to know soon enough. <laughs> <laughs> very soon. Great. Well, Kathleen, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for sharing your, well, one wisdom coming from the film, but that also your film that um, people can get in touch with. Again, it's in uterofilm.com. And uh, Kathleen, just thank you. Thank you, Jay. Such a pleasure. Thank you for joining us today. For more information about this episode and other natural childbirth and parenting topics, please visit us at capwellnesscenter.com or message us on our Facebook page with any questions you might have. We here at the Cap Wellness Center look forward to helping you and your family be as happy and healthy as you can be.